0: Let's go Brandon.
1: <laughs> yeah, which by the way, by the way, I wanted to bring that up. I keep forgetting to bring this yeah, up. Bring it I want to thank everybody. You guys have been so so supportive the last few weeks. Everywhere I go, people are screaming, <laughs> "Let's go Brandon." <sighs>
0: Oh oh, 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 Dodgers
1: suck! Oh, Dodgers suck! Oh man! Oh. I love it when a plan comes together.
0: <laughs> we are chanting the Braves chant. Yeah, totally no they, racist. No racist. It's right. Fine. They just beat the Dodgers, and Brandon's nemesis has been eliminated. Yeah, I from can't the playoffs.
1: I I can't do a back to back Dodger World the, Series reign like that I would burst into flames. That would and be by bad. Burst, I mean I would light myself on fire. I don't want to live yeah. in that
0: world. At least the firemen would have something to do.
1: That's true. But then you know they'd have to wake up. They'd have to drive out here, put they'd down have their way stage until the scene is secure and then, right. then they yeah. could put me out.
0: Yeah. I'm Mike Morazzo. That's Brandon Silvera over by there, over on the west coast. Party boy, Brandon Silvera. It is what it says. Heck yeah, man. He can't stop having parties. He can't. He had can't, another party today. Can't stop, won't stop. And he's partying yeah. again right now because the yeah, Braves and just and beat the what? Dodgers. I'm gonna party again next
1: week for the two year old.
0: Gonna party like it's nineteen ninety nine. Oh, That's a Prince song. Yeah, I know. I was okay. I, were you alive? Oh wait, you yes. had to be like Were you ten? No, were you 11? What, during 2000? 1999. In 99, I was 12. Okay. All right.
1: I actually flew, like, right around the Y2K stuff. You flew what?
0: Planes? Well, I mean,
1: I was in an airplane around the Y2K
0: stuff. Like, on New Year's Eve, you were in an airplane? Uh, New Year's Day. Okay. Well, it it wasn't going to happen New Year's Day. It was going to happen at midnight on New Year's Eve. Yeah, you try... Having a 12-year-old reason that out. I still have about a 200-foot roll of Visqueen plastic <laughs> that we bought with a, like a case of duct tape because of the whatever was going to happen on Y2K. All the computers everyone,
1: were going to reset. Everyone man. had to
0: have plastic. <laughs> what Skynet <were> gonna-
1: <laughs> was going to activate. It was going to be the end of the world.
0: I don't know what we were going to do with the plastic or what we were going to put it on. I don't know. I think you it was know, just like, for like when everyone had lost
1: all hope. Like you were just going to wrap it around your face
0: and then duct tape it on there and just be like, yeah, I'm done. I thought it was for when you do interviews when your henchmen don't do the job right and they come in your office and they stand on the plastic and they go, what's what's with the plastic on the floor? And you go, oh, I'm, just redecor- I'm redecorating. <laughs> and then the next guy comes in and he looks on the ground to make sure there's no plastic on the floor. Is that Lethal Weapon? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I think it's been several different movies. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen... Cold Pursuit with Liam Neeson? I haven't. I've seen it advertised recently on, I think it was Netflix. Okay. And I
1: remember thinking to myself, hmm, I wonder if this is worth watching.
0: I went to the theater. My father-in-law and my brother-in-law's uncle-in-law's, we, all, we go to a movie like every six weeks, dinner and a movie, and we went to go see that. And we have our Uncle Dave, he's like 85, and he loves, he gets all, he used to like the action movies, but now, like, we take him to see John Wick, and he'll start grimacing, <laughs> and he gets, physically, bullshit. he gets physically ill with all the blood and stuff now. Oh, jeez. It's so, getting bad. But uh, we went to go see Cold Pursuit, and I, I, I got to tell you, I don't know what the hell kind of reaction I had when I watched the m- movie for the first time. I was like, man, I don't know. It's just, it's not... It's not great, and now I've seen it like four it's more just, times. It's just not good, and I love the movie. I think I was in the really? wrong, yeah, wrong I was frame in the wrong of mind. mind f- yes, and it's it's like the very first time I saw Fargo, the movie, not okay. the TV show, which yeah, is I fantastic. Know. Kim and I rented it, and we're watching it, and I'm. They're like looking in the window when they come to kidnap the wife, right? They're looking in the window. She sees them. She doesn't know what to do. They're like trying to get in. And that whole scene where they're trying to kidnap her and she's hiding in the shower behind the shower curtain, and she comes out, she's wrapped in the shower curtain, she falls on the stairs. I I wanted to laugh so hard, and I'm like, I don't know, man, this is really serious. I'm looking at Kim, I'm like, are we supposed to be laughing right now? Because this <laughs> it's is fucking the good funny. Good part because <laughs> yeah, it's funny. We, is this a dark comedy? So I had to rewatch it, knowing that it's okay to laugh because it was a dark comedy. You know, especially Steve Buscemi. He shot me oh, in the yeah. fucking face. You know, he's <laughs> but. Oh. So anyway. Well, it's uh, like
1: uh, okay. it's like Pulp Fiction. Like I think that's low key a dark comedy. There like, are I kn- a, like I know few... that's not Tarantino's like deal, right? But that movie is low key funny as hell.
0: There are some funny things in there. Yeah.
1: And I it's particularly between John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson.
0: I wish I had the soundbite. That Samuel Jackson always says, say what again? Say what again? <laughs> I want to play that on calls. I'm just going to push a button on my phone. <laughs> say what again? Uh, so I'm, I'm looking at my phone because I wanted Hi. to see the final score. And uh, the Bulls played today. And I just see, holy Doubles. shit, Illinois, ILL, INI, mm-hmm. they beat Penn State 20-18. to 18. In nine overtimes. Holy shit. That got really hard to watch. I just I saw the final nine OT. am like, no. Wow. So I was I was watching. Oh god, what game was I watching?
1: Well, it doesn't matter. I turned it off and switched over to that when I saw it was in like the fourth or fifth overtime, <laughs> and they had just switched to like alternating two point conversions. Okay. And for some reason, uh, Illinois, the Illini, that had like over 300 yards rushing on the day, decided that they should become a drop-back-and-pass team from the three-yard line for like, I'm not kidding you, like six of the overtime periods.
0: Really? Yes. Maybe they Uh, had to switch it up. It worked. Something worked. Well, when they
1: finally said, you know what? We should run it. We were really doing really well when we ran the
0: ball. This is Brett Bielma's biggest win as a head coach of the Illini. I think it's his first win. I don't really know. That's if,
1: not setting if, the bar very high.
0: Well, it's Illinois <laughs> football. We don't really have a high bar no. there. And, then, and I see my, my favorite, sorry, Illinois is my favorite Big Ten team. I've been an Illinois fan since Tony Eason back in the 80s and Jeff Jones. Is this one of those
1: things where you even have multiple favorite Big Ten teams?
0: Yes, because let no, me tell you. No, no, I have no, to tell you. you. Got,
1: no, you got to pick, gun to head. you got to pick one.
0: Well, it's Illinois, but okay. My that's, that's your team, favorite team. My adopted team is Michigan, because one of my best friends, his father was a professor at U of M. No, no, and no. no. I would go up there no. every year for a Michigan no. game. <laughs> yeah. No, no. One of the greatest games. No, was I'm a Notre Dame. Michigan, fan. Illinois, sixth overtime no. game up in air. No, you're not allowed Illinois to like won. Michigan
1: because I'm a Notre Dame fan.
0: Notre Dame sucks. That's you our suck. Like, that's like our seconds. Notre Dame gets way too much press here in Chicagoland area.
1: Notre, Ga- Notre Dame gets way too much press, period. Okay, let's be honest. They do. They are the kings of like playing teams that are just good enough <laughs> to make it seem like they're a really good team. And they trick the, the people that vote on these rankings, and yeah. then they play a team like Alabama. It's like, oh, yeah, you're not there. You're not right. that. No.
0: <laughs> That's what you get when you're not in the conference. You can't hang with the big conference boys. Yeah,
1: But it's like so. me saying, like, oh, you know what? I'm a Giants fan, but you know who else I really like?
0: No. The Padres.
1: No, no, that's not no. That's like you know who else I really
0: like in the NFL? <laughs> oh, Jesus. So the Colts used to be, like, my third favorite team because of Jim Harbaugh and Tony Eason.
1: You know who, I you know know who else team. I like? Jeff Pretty George. Much every team in the NFL. I can't think of one that I don't like, except for maybe the Jaguars.
0: I used to like the Jaguars when Mark Brunel was there. Well, everyone Keenan liked the that Jaguars when Mark Brunel Fred was the quarterback Taylor.
1: because they were always like, they were like the lovable losers. They could like
0: get almost there, yeah.
1: and then they'd just fall apart in the AFC title game.
0: One of my new favorite AFC teams are the Bills.
1: I like the Bills Which, because Josh Allen is from
0: Fireball. I like Josh Allen. I also enjoyed beating the crap out of the Bills in Super Bowls when the Cowboys were pounding on them, but it was fun well, to watch okay, Jim look. Kelly and Thurman Thomas and all those guys.
1: Everyone that's played the Bills in the Super Bowl has beat the shit out of them, okay? (laughs) Let's be honest.
0: The Giants didn't in that first one. Wide right. That's it. (laughs) That was the closest the Bills got Uh, to winning a Super Bowl. It was all downhill from there. So, uh, Brandon. I think somebody's trying to steal a car.
1: I hope that's not my car. Hold on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, go check. We'll be right back after this message. Brandon is going to see if someone's stealing his car.
1: No, it's my neighbor's car, there's nobody out there. So, All
0: right. I was just going to watch some Bulls highlights. 3-0, and o, Chicago Bulls. I don't know if that horn it's was gonna.
1: coming through my microphone or not. I, I heard but.
0: very little bit. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying That's to sorry.
1: turn the volume up on it without turning the gain up.
0: No, it's perfect. Uh, you actually okay. sound nice and loud. Hopefully it translates to the video portion. Yeah, that would be, it'll be fantastic. it be great for the audio portion. But here's what I've been doing. When I'm editing the video like I don't have my new computer so I'm not using the adobe suite yet I'm still doing it in iMovie until I get a new computer again so your second new computer my second new computer yeah so I uh I turn your volume up 400% cuz that's all that it allows Jeez. me to do in and iMovie. then you yeah and then when you come back again you end up like boosting it again and then yeah and then i have to edit our thing together but i can't add the graphics until i pull it back in and then add our banner in the middle on another editing, and then I boost that up 400%, and you still are soft, so I don't know jeez. what it is.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not talking softly, but I'm also not no. really pro- projecting because yeah, it, I'm, you know, people are now. trying to sleep.
0: Yeah, whatever, sleep. It's, what time is it there? Oh, jeez, it's 9 o'clock. Small, okay. small children. So, <laughs> small children. Uh, how was your week in the fishbowl? In the fishbowl.
1: Uh, well, let's see here. I am completely caught up on The Walking Dead. All right, so I got nothing to watch until February. <laughs> so no, yep. it's just it's a lot of uh, you know sitting around twiddling your thumbs, waiting for shit to heal, and uh, trying to find ways to entertain yourself. So I've sketched out a um I was originally planning on doing a like a cart for my son's Legos because he's huge into Legos right now. And then I thought to myself, I said, self, what if you just did a built-in, same kind of idea, but it doesn't have to always be for Legos. Like, you could repurpose it into any kind of storage, just be a storage solution for his room, because he has virtually none. So I've started kind of sketching that out and figuring out what it's going to take to build that. Um, I have a cutting board I'm working on, so I can list it on Etsy and get that... that listing up there. Um, what else? Oh, I have my... I just launched today on... Uh, what is it? October 23rd when we're recording this. Uh, coasters are now live on my uh, Etsy shop. So go check those out. Or just order something, anything. Just so I know <laughs> it's actually out there. Like Etsy keeps telling me people are visiting the shop.
0: But nobody's doing
1: anything there.
0: What so, about all those coupons you're sending out? If somebody were to favorite something,
1: they would be getting a coupon. Or if they were to buy something, they would also be getting some sort of surprise, possibly a coupon.
0: So, so basically, at work, you've just worked on your Etsy stuff, yeah, and so designing stuff for your shop.
1: No, well, for the house, and then, well, yeah. Yeah. And then um, one of the cool things about homeschooling the kids is we're able to do things like um, like practical skills, like teach them math in a sense where it relates to money or we're able to go, hey, um, you're going to go out into the shop with dad and you're going to build something. So this week we built boxes and they still have some some finishing stuff to do because we ran out of time because we had parties to get ready for and and uh, martial arts built graduations and the last game of fall ball. Thank God that's over. And all kinds of, you know, fun stuff. Uh, so the kids got to go out there. They got to use different types of uh, joinery for the corners of the boxes. So uh, my daughter, who's younger than my son... She just, we just did some very simple mitered corners and then we cut out panels to slide into grooves that were cut into the, the walls of our boxes so that she has a lid and a, and a bottom. So all that's left on hers is we just need to resaw the lid off. And then my son, we used, um, box joint to get it all together and we decided, Hey, uh, Instead of building the jig and spending most of our time doing that, let's just draw it out and then we'll cut it on the bandsaw because the bandsaw I feel like is low key enough to where it's not super intimidating and it's something that I feel comfortable with him, you know, using with me right there. And he did fine with it, so he had fun doing that. Our our joints on that are are a little, <laughs> well, a little it's hard off. To, yeah. yeah. So, but, but- it. They all came out looking really good. Uh, his, we still have to put a bottom on, and then we're going to use the um, the router to put like a little chamfer on the bottom of the of cool. the lid, so it doesn't look like it's actually on the bottom there.
0: So, so that I, was, I haven't made a bandsaw week. box yet, and it sounds like you're making. Well, a band they saw have, box.
1: Yeah, they have like all these bandsaw box things that are just super intricate. That uh, maybe someday graduate, or maybe someday I'll graduate too. Yeah, I... But we're still, a, we're still a ways away
0: from that. I'd like to make one myself, maybe, one yeah. of these days.
1: Yeah, so when this is all said and done, they'll each have something that they can walk away with uh, and have and say, like, hey, I'm, I made that.
0: In so. my shop class at yeah. home
1: school. Yeah. Very cool. So funny Let's thing, see. when you set up a, a home school, you have to name it. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah, like, you have to give it some sort of name. So... um, I, I may have named it the School of Hard Knocks.
0: <laughs> Is that your legal name for the school? Yeah, I
1: think so. That's the name of the school. The School of Hard Knocks.
0: That's what it's registered under. Yep. That's <laughs> hilarious. I would have done School of Rock. That's just me. Yeah, I feel like there probably would have been some sort of like
1: trademark infringement. No, because you're not I don't advertising feel
0: like fight, it. I don't feel like fighting Jack Black's lawyers. Yeah, there was actually in the last city I lived in. The neighboring city next to that called Naperville, Illinois, it's a big city. They actually opened a School of Rock shortly That's after awesome. the movie. Yeah, it's very cool. I don't know if they had to pay, if that was something that Jack Black, like, owns, and then they pay a, like a royalty. fee. Yeah, but they do have, they're popping up, or they had popped up all over the place, and they're called School of Rock, so it's pretty cool.
1: That's awesome. One so of my Mike, favorite how was, you, movies. How was your week?
0: It was great. I worked Monday through Friday. Again, not used to working five days in a row. And the first part of the week, I worked three to 11s. And then the chief came to me on, I don't even know what day it was now. Said, hey. I said, hey, Mike, I had a thought. I had a thought. <laughs> Do you think you can come in earlier? Mike, why? I I want to stay up late so I can go back to my midnight Now, why would I go
1: and do a damn fool thing like that?
0: Well, you know, you're not getting much, you know, stuff at night. Like, I'm like, how about this? How about you put me back in my midnight shift, and I just work full 12-hour shifts, but on light duty? He said, no. I go, how about you let me work 7 p.m. to 3 in the morning? He said, no. I go, can't can't blame a guy for trying. So So it
1: sounds like 3 to 11 is not that bad, huh?
0: Well, three to eleven wasn't that bad, and now I'm working eleven to seven. Eleven AM to seven PM. Cause when he said, Okay, come in at eleven to seven and as he's walking out of my, my fishbowl, I said, All right, eleven at night till seven in the morning. See you tomorrow. And he's like he had to stop dead in his tracks and he's like, No. I'm like, I'm just kidding. Tom. You
1: you like, shouldn't have said anything. You should have just started showing yeah. up at, at eleven, 11 PM. Like, what? it
0: would it's it made sense to me because i work midnights and what's yeah what sucks is what was cool working the three to elevens was i still get to see the day shift guys for half their well, for, for half of my shift and then i get to see my guys my shift like a couple of days a week when i'm yeah. working three seven to eleven the second half and now i i just get to see, see the anybody. night guys <laughs> i see the night guys come in <laughs> and i'm sitting in the squad room as they're coming in and then i leave right at, They start roll call. I sit through roll call and I go. So I don't get a chance to see them that often. But I handled two crash reports that came in, two walk-in crash reports, and a burglary report. So the burglary report was kind of funny. We have two storage unit facilities in our town of the same brand, same brand name storage facility. And they're very public and they have storage not gonna say the I have, name i have two of those in my district okay <laughs> <laughs> so i always thought that their motto should be where burglars love to shop because we get a shitload of burglaries and i'm sure you guys do too so the, this lady came in and she said i want to file a report you know because some of my stuff was stolen she's a teacher and she stores stuff in the storage unit that they donate books and, and uh, toys and stuff. And it was that time of the year that she was coming to collect all of her stuff. So the first time they unlocked their door, which they have a storage facility lock they bought from the storage facility, which I always frown upon, no other lock. They opened the overhead door, and some boxes were tipped over. And they thought, hmm, they That's must have fallen. That's odd. They must have fallen down. And she said to me there was a T-shirt up on the ceiling. On the ceiling. T-shirt. Now, in these storage units, they're they're separated by corrugated metal, right? Walls. Mm -hmm. And then at the top of the wall, there's maybe two feet before the ceiling. They don't go all the way up to the ceiling. Yeah. And then there's beams that run through in the storage facility, not in the hallway part, but. So there was a T-shirt up there and she thought, that's odd. And then they left. They didn't <laughs> that, check anything. That too is odd. Yeah. And then they came back two weeks later, which was last week. And they opened a storage unit once again with a lock and the key. And they opened a storage unit and there were more boxes tipped over. There were donuts, a box of donuts, juice boxes <laughs> on the floor, <laughs> clothes everywhere. <laughs> And then they thought, maybe we should look into our shit and see if anything's missing. So whoever's getting in there is coming over the walls, and there was more clothes up high. And and just living in there? I guess, or having a party. Maybe it's Dirty Mike and the boys. They're leaving donuts (laughs) and juice boxes. But this time they did steal $400 worth of kids' toys and books. Oh, that's a special kind kind of shithead. I, I told them to put... A price on it and she said eh, about 400 bucks I'm like all right so it's a good that number. was the other report I took so I, that was my week right I was really slow and then the, when they say can you come in at 11 because then you can help the girls in records and stuff I'm like oh fuck I don't want to do that I'm not a secretary I don't want to help so the I, girls and records so the first day didn't help the, nothing nothing came in I worked on the podcast stuff my friends would come in I got you and me up on the screen on the computer. Well, everyone's listening. We're all laughing. and then Who's that Friday, good-looking
1: guy on the screen with you, Mike?
0: <laughs> that's what I got. That's Grugu. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, on Friday, my boss, my buddy who just became a lieutenant, he goes, hey, Mike, early in the morning, or as soon as he came in. I'm in at 11. He comes in at like eleven fifteen off the street, and he's like, hey, I need you to do something for me. I'm like, okay. And he hands me a stack of paper. And our... RMS system, report management system, for people that don't know, that we write our reports in, it kicks out these reports that have validation errors. So when we write our report, you're supposed to click validate. And if Mm -hmm. anything's wrong, I'm sure you guys have the same thing. Yeah. It'll kick it out. Gives you a laundry list
1: of what you screwed up.
0: Yeah. Or does it? Because he goes, here's a list. I need you to go to every one of these reports that are on here and fix all these issues with each one. Wait, Um, you got to fix that? Yeah. Um, he goes, Do you know how to how? do the Nibers? And I'm like, No. And he's like, All right, well, just take it and do it. I'm, I'm sure. Like, okay. you're
1: smart guy. I'm sure you'll figure it out.
0: And it's and it's one of my good friends, so I'm like, of course, you know. I'm like, I can't say no. One, I can't say no because he's my boss. And two, he's my good buddy. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. All fucking day, Brandon. Go to first report. The first report's from twenty fourteen. So much stuff has been expunged from the report. It says expunged, expunged, expunged. And then all these errors are in there that you can't change because everything's expunged where the errors were. So what's so the problem? I'm sure the, the I'm sure the case has been adjudicated. Yeah, so I walk back to his... First one, I walk back <laughs> to his office. I go, all right, this, is, this whole thing's fucked up already. <laughs> Here's my two-week notice. I'm done. I can't change <laughs> this. I can't change that. So then he comes up and looks at it, and he goes back. So we figure out, fuck it. Can't change that one. And then the next. And I was able to fix... You know a few small things here and there. One of my lieutenants who just retired, I found one of his reports and he misspelled a bunch of words, so I fixed all that shit. But all fucking day I did that from eleven thirty. Well, then you know I went for, got pizza and then went to get a took my lunch hour to go get my new vest carrier made or measured, which takes four weeks to make. And then I came back and so probably about six out of the eight hours I was just at the keyboard. And the deputy chief came in. And he goes, how's it going? I had one issue. I had to actually call the software guy and ask him how to fix this. Because he goes, just call up, call him up. And I'm like, that's not my job. I'm entering this shit or fixing <laughs> it. But now it's my job to call up the software developer. I don't want to talk call, to people, guy. <laughs> just call him up and say, oh, fuck. So I'm, I said, Joe, do you know how much this is cutting into my fucking podcasting stuff? I got podcast <laughs> shit to do. <laughs> he goes, really? And I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. I got shit to do. So at the end of the day, I went back to my b- lieutenant's office. I just go here's your here's your files. He goes, How, did you get them all done? I'm like, No. Six hours, I got half the stack done. He goes, Ah, oh, just finish it on Monday. So that's what's waiting for me on Monday.
1: <laughs> so obviously this is very pressing.
0: It's very pressing. I and would do depressing. one a day. Just sit on that one all day. And then yeah. I'll have I'll have our podcast stuff up and then Yeah. I can't do it on the same screen, though, so he'll hey, they'll catch Joe, me. Joe, I,
1: I don't know how to do this shit. You, you dumped this into my lap. I have no training in how to do this.
0: Yeah, I'm not a secretary. I,
1: you know, I, I'm doing the best I can here. One a day is, it's really taking it out of me. It's making my I, ankle hurt. I'm mentally fried and my ankle hurts. Yeah. yeah, you should just tell me it's making my ankle hurt. All this walking back and forth is not good for the <laughs> ankle.
0: I did go to therapy, and they extended the physical yeah. therapy. Um, so what's wrong with you? Six? Oh, Did you find yourself? List. There's a long list. <laughs> I got six more episodes or six more appointments of therapy added, but I don't think we'll get to them. My, my first one this week is going to be on Tuesday, so I'm, here's what I'm hoping: because on a twelve weeks, twelve hour schedule this upcoming week, I would only work Wednesday and Thursday. I'd be off Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, I'm hoping I have therapy Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then on Thursday, I go, I feel really good. I should see the doctor today. I should be released today on Thursday. And then it allows me to stay up all Thursday night and start my day off rotation back to my midnight shift for Monday's preparation. So hopefully, she's going to be having me jump and do all kinds of agility tests on Tuesday. I walked on the treadmill sideways, forward, backwards, sideways on each direction. and the sideways and the direction where my left foot versus my bad ankle was closest to the front of the treadmill fucking hurt. So Really? Yeah. That wasn't a good one. And so, <laughs> so she's like, well, we'll see what happens on Tuesday. So we'll see. But I'm almost at the point where I just want to go, just go back to work. But why should yeah. they get me back at a hundred percent or less than a hundred percent? They shouldn't. Yeah.
1: That's why, that's what a bunch of the old timers been telling me. Cause I work on the, the senior side of our week and all of them, to a man, told me when they found because like, that you don't necessarily see the wrapping on the finger or the splint. They're like, "What's wrong with you? And I broke my finger." I'm like, don't come back to your hundred percent, dude. Yeah, it's not worth it. So hopefully, when I go to the doctor this week, at the end of my week, she uh, will do the little X-ray and go, "All right, let's take the splint off and see how it does." Because that'll be. Five. That will be five weeks, so five. that would be a week sooner than what she said. If not, then I'm going to have to wait two more weeks, and then she said she'll take the splint off, and then we can start doing stuff.
0: Do you so. lift like little baby weights with your finger when you go in the rehab? Is that you're going to have like a string hanging and a washer? A yeah, lock washer. that's what I'm going to
1: do. I'm going to have just I'm going to like balance 1st I'm going to start with the cheerio. Right. And then I'm just right. going to sit here and do like cheerio curls. Right. Yeah. You got, can't so. start too heavy. No, you got. I mean, I, I was considering starting with one of those little uh, baby like puff snacks, like start with that, then graduate to a Cheerio.
0: There you go.
1: Then, smart man. Then maybe, then maybe like some some cinnamon toast crunch, and then by the time I'm, and hopefully like after if that goes well, then maybe like frosted mini wheats. Okay. Maybe curl those. So right. what I've been doing don't,
0: is apple jacks are really heavy, so no, don't yeah, go right no, for the I'm, apple jacks.
1: I'm, no, I'm I'm not on steroids, Mike. Okay. So what I've been doing is kind of wrapping it above the middle knuckle so that I can start to bend it a little bit. Just get used to that because it's been pretty wrapped just to where the only knuckle that I can move is the one close, like on my hand, that third knuckle. So just doing that and trying to get stuff, but it's been feeling pretty good. I mean, it's a little bit sore, just, but outside of that, it's been, it's been a lot better.
0: Yeah, so that was my week. I don't really have, and I wasn't in the shop at all, obviously, so wink, wink, and I actually wasn't. (laughs) No, because
1: then that would be like
0: fraud. Right, because God forbid you (laughs) walk around in your shop, you know, walking slowly while you're on light duty with a bad ankle. Yeah. All right, it is time for the Fallen Officers Memorial, and this will encompass the 17th through the 22nd of October, 2021. The first officer from the Hollywood Police Department in Florida, Police Officer Yandi Serino. Police Officer Yandi Serino was shot and killed after responding to reports of a suspicious person pulling on door handles in the 4000 block of North Hills Drive at about 10:30 p.m. The man began struggling with officers when they attempted to detain him. He drew a concealed handgun and shot Officer Serino during the struggle. Other officers were able to take him into custody and then rendered aid to Officer Serino, who was transported to Memorial Regional Hospital in a police car, but succumbed to his wounds a short time later. The subject was charged with burglary, assault of a law enforcement officer carrying a concealed firearm, grand larceny of a firearm, resisting arrest with violence, and first-degree murder. Officer Serino had served at the Hollywood Police Department for four years. He had been the recipient of five supervisors' commendations and had been recognized as Officer of the Month in June of 2020. He was 28 years old and once again served four years. Nightdale Police Department in North Carolina. Police Officer Ryan Hayworth. End of Watch, October 17th, 2021. Vehicular assault. Police Officer Ryan Hayworth was killed when his patrol car was struck from behind by a suspected drunk driver at about 2.40 a.m. Officer Hayworth, along with his training officer, we were at the scene of a single vehicle crash on I-540 near mile marker 22 when their patrol car was struck by the other vehicle, which failed to move over or reduce its speed. Officer Hayworth suffered fatal injuries in the collision. His training officer, as well as the original accident victim and the suspected drunk driver, were all seriously injured. Officer Hayworth was a U.S. Army veteran and had served with the Knightdale Police Department for only three months. He is survived by his father, mother, brother, and two stepbrothers. His father was a retired police chief of the Zebulon Police Department. He was 23 years old, three months of service. Iowa State Trooper Ted L. Benda, end of watch Wednesday, October 20th, 2021, from a vehicle crash. Trooper Ted Benda succumbed to injuries sustained six days earlier when he was involved in a single vehicle crash. He was responding to assist deputies from the Clayton County Sheriff's Office with a wanted subject at about 11.30 p.m. when his patrol car left the roadway on Iowa Highway 51, six miles north of Pottsville. He was flown to Gunderson Lutheran Hospital in La Crosse, Wisconsin, where he remained until succumbing to his injuries. Trooper Benda had served with the Iowa State Patrol for five years and had previously served with the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation for 11 years. He is survived by his wife, four children, parents, and siblings. He was 37 years old, and served sixteen years so I wanted to tell you something. I was looking at my personal Morazo woodworking page, and remember I told you that we're the number one english speaking police woodworking officer, law enforcement woodworking yeah podcast in, in russia in Russia yeah, I think I found our fan what? yeah because he posted to my uh, my my personal page or my woodworking page on one of my um state of the shop pictures you know from last mm-hmm. week yeah and i'm gonna I'm looking it up now because i want to give you um his name or or his account's name I say vladimir <laughs> it's not vladimir you know what
1: <laughs> it's vladimir isn't it <laughs> it's-
0: uh vladislav it's it's underscore vladislav.grk okay
1: so how did you what guess is,
0: that anyway cuz said it
1: was russian <laughs>
0: he he wrote something in russian three words okay. and i'm like did I don't you translate know what, it it took a team of experts in really, my there house. was no
1: like translate button at the at the bottom no, of wasn't. the comment like, no there oh, wasn't no right
0: yeah, right. So I copied it, and then I went on Google Translate, and I, I put it in Google Translate from Russian to English, and it didn't do shit. And that would repeat it for me. It would say the words, but it wasn't writing it out for me. So then my wife's trying to do it on her iPhone, and then my son goes, let me see it. So he takes a picture of it on my phone. He takes a picture with his phone of the post, and he sends it to his friend in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> he has a friend in Russia... Who happened to be up, I think they're seven hours ahead of us, so it had to be like three in the morning his time. And uh, then he wrote something back for, uh, he, he asked Hunter, my son, what does your dad want to say to him? Well, first, my dad wants to know what he said. <laughs> yeah. First, we so have to figure he out said, what this means. Right. He said, sorry about your computer. He must be listening to the show and knows my computer broke. Huh. So I, I said to Hunter, you know, tell him to write, you know, thank you very much and thank you for supporting the show and thank you for listening and I'm waiting on a new computer. And then he sent me back a whole bunch of letters and all different <laughs> – I don't even know what they mean. Uh, he sent it back to Hunter, Hunter, copied it into a text, sent it to me, and I posted it. So, and then he said – he put the three um, quotations at – quotation closed quotation marks at the end because he said Russians like that. So, hopefully, so, he's not setting me up for. So three of
1: the quotation marks, and the, that's like, like that's at a the good end thing
0: at the end. Yeah. Oh, three parentheses. Three, oh, I'm sorry, three parentheses. Yeah, three. Parentheses oh, because it's like smiles. End. Maybe yeah. So Russians, Russians like that. So look I at, wanted to, look wanted to at thank us. Vladislav.
1: Look at us, right? Repairing international relations between
0: the U.S. and that's Russia. Right. Hope he wasn't too offended by all your Russian stuff. Hey.
1: In Soviet, Russia, words <laughs> translate you.
0: Yeah. Uh, had some good feedback on my, uh, my post of my bathroom remodel so far. so it was looking good. It is looking good, man. I can't wait to actually take a shit in there. <laughs> I'm tired of getting up in the middle of the night and walking to the hallway for a bathroom. That sucks. Yeah, that would be really
1: annoying.
0: It sucks. And now that we're redoing the guest room, there's no curtains on those windows, and you can see right in from the street. So they can watch you take a shit? Well, they can watch you walk to the bathroom if you don't have any, you know, just in your, what do you call it, shorts or whatever. Just walk in there, scratching as you walk. I keep telling everyone, keep your towel on as you go into the shower, because the neighbors across the street can see you. There's no, you know, blinds on the window. Or maybe give them something to talk about. No, that's okay. I don't don't want to scare anybody. So I don't. Uh, that was work, and I don't have anything in the shop except uh, I think I spoke. Was it during our live or on the pre-show about the uh, vanity is in for the bathroom, and I bought a two x ten vent, a floor vent that I'm going to cut into the toe kick on the front of the vanity because the vanity be, will be sitting directly on top of the floor vent because of the poor yeah craftsmanship you were that of the in house. The, uh
1: on the old instagrams on
0: the instagram so now it's a 48 inch vanity and i don't want the air just to swirl around randomly under 48 inches so i'm going to build a i'm going to take um some poplar and some pocket holes and i'll just pocket hole it underneath the vanity and make a channel that take
1: some like scrap plywood
0: well i've got all that too i got plywood poplar and mdf i got all kinds of stuff to choose but dude use the mdf Oh, I what also have some cheap. I think I have some scrap melamine, and that's what this fucking vanity's made out of too. There you melamine. go. Melamine. I you know what, Brandon, I'm so mad that I, I got this vanity that I paid with a countertop. It's got a marble countertop. It was like seven hundred dollars, you know, whatever, six eighty. And I'm and I, it's made of melamine. Yes. Yeah, it pisses it's me off. If I had time, I already made two bathroom vanities. We well, gotta if figure. If I had the time, the, I would have made the third one, but I just didn't have the time this time. We well,
1: gotta figure the, that countertop. If it, because you said you said it's made out of marble, right? Yeah, the countertop. Well, there's your marble. cost.
0: Yeah, that's there's most your cost. of it, and it's fucking heavy. Yeah, well, I would hope so. But, still, I bought twice. I've bought marble countertops. Well, one marble and then one um, Corian type. For the last See, two, I, I'm just going to use built.
1: epoxy and make it look marble.
0: I wanted to try that too. Just well, out I'll of let time. you know how it
1: goes because I'm going to do yeah, the entire kitchen,
0: right? What? You, <laughs> what was that? I didn't know if people
1: oh can read. We're we're going to be curious about why oh yeah. Does well, Brandon have gun rules?
0: Gun rules for dummies. Brandon it. has on a on a whiteboard behind him. What's the number one rule on? that? First of all, Brandon, why do you have that sign in so, your homeschool?
1: So, I mean, we have. Guns in the house, right? Um, I mean, a fair amount of Americans do, but, you know, we do because uh, partially because, you know, law enforcement. Uh, I grew up in a hunting household, so eh, kind of the joke is, uh, like in The Mandalorian, guns are part of my religion. Yeah. Um, so, and I was taught from a very young age, like, the basics Firearm safety, and I should have written a fifth one there, but I knew it wasn't gonna really fit to where I would be able to show it for the YouTube audience. Um, But apparently, you know, some things that you would consider pretty common sense uh, aren't so common. So, uh, over this past weekend, the actor, actor, Alec Baldwin, who is uh, not a fan of guns. Um, some would say not a fan of police. Uh, based on some of his his tweets. That's the great thing about the internet. Is that when you put it out there, it's kind of there forever. So when, when it doesn't you go away. do something really stupid, it really comes back to bite you in the ass. So, uh, unfortunately, he was handed a uh, what he thought was a... Prop gun, and I really hate that word or that term, prop gun. Okay, I've fired blanks before. Um, I fired them out of a fully functional my my duty weapon. So the difference between this prop gun and a real gun is the ammunition. So uh, this actor. Uh, Alec Baldwin, Baldwin or Baldwin?
0: I don't know because he wasn't a winning. One. No,
1: he had one. No longer, no longer is winning. Um, he he took this this firearm, pointed it at somebody and pulled the trigger. Now I don't know if he was shooting a scene or 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 what. I don't know the entire circumstances, but for some reason, he decided to point the gun at somebody and pull the trigger. Bang! And then a projectile came out, killed a 42-year-old cinematographer, married mother, and seriously wounded the director. So I thought just because, hey, not everyone is a fan of the firearms or, or handles them on a regular basis like Mike and I do, uh, I thought it was important to maybe go over some of these, what I consider very basic rules for firearm safety.
0: Like and what are they? What's number one?
1: Treat every firearm like it's, it's loaded. Loaded. Some would call that the golden rule. Yes. What's
0: the second rule? Number two.
1: Don't point your gun at anything you're not willing to. To kill. Positively ID your target. And,
0: hold on. This is really hard to read backwards, by the way. <laughs> so, it's number three, your radio did this crazy, like, interference static thing, or your mic did, which Weird. happens on occasion. If you've been listening to the podcast, you'll hear it on occasion. Number three was positively ID Positively your ID so your target. I can see it. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
1: well, in mine, it's backwards. right. And number four, put gun down if it makes you feel uncomfortable. Okay? (laughs) Did you write "Mm okay? My wife did. Her handwriting is
0: way better than mine. I have a question for you and our listeners. Should we do one show in November, two shows in November? And then none in December or two and two or just two shows left. One a month. So I that's think a two question and two. two and two. I think that would be
1: good because, I mean, well, let's face it, Mike. The people have been spoiled. They've been getting Every week, 28 weekly, weeks, baby. This is episode 28. shows. Weekly shows. Yeah. They've gotten to listen to our voices, and now they can see our shiny faces.
0: Most of the time.
1: Most of the time. So I I think if we go down to just one in November, and one in December, it's like people are going to be jonesing, uh,
0: okay. especially
1: David Franklin. Like let, let's face it, Superfan yeah. is, super is gonna fan be, Dave. He, He's going to be jonesing real hard. So I don't um, I I don't want to do that.
0: That sounds today. good. Just so everyone knows, then we will we will do two in November. We got one more next week. And wait, what is the end of this week?
1: Yeah. And if we have time, we can still do Instagram Lives each week.
0: Yeah. Right. So, so I have to actually start making gifts. Not not gifts of Oh, like not animated the, pictures. Not, not the phone thing. <laughs> gifts G- Oh, F- with, a T. T. with a T. With a GIFs. T at the end. Yes, I have to make a few well, I'd like to make a number of flags for friends and stuff for gifts and some other stuff. So I got to get on that stuff. And I can't be spending 3 days doing podcast stuff. Yeah, well, it's I mean out.
1: Yes, Mike and I love doing the podcast and it's a great outlet for us. But the number one thing that that both of us do is we, we do woodworking and it's, you know, it's a source of income for us. It is, right. it is a, each of us has a business. So, and this That's is the busy friend. time of the year for our businesses, no matter how small they are, Mike.
0: <laughs> Size doesn't matter.
1: Small businesses matter small business matters
0: <laughs> small business ma- micro business matters
1: micro nano so, so, in nano. my case nano yeah. business
0: matters I still have to do a <laughs> darn post for that deco drill, so and I've got more for base camp masks, I just haven't been able to release any because of my predicament sell out sell out micro said you're damn right, I sold out that's uh, okay, and I don't blame sell you. out yeah, so. If Mike Rowe can do it, I can do it, me and my measly small IG account. Thank you very much for those who have uh, logged on and followed me lately. I, I, I like that.
1: How, you, how you like to tote that you're such a small page. It and, is. And such a small business. It's bigger than mine. I Of the two of us, I am the small one. I am the unknown here.
0: No, you're very well known.
1: I've, I feel like you're very well known throughout the community. And I'm kind of the wild card.
0: The wild the card. N- Look out for Brandon. I'm the, I'm the new guy. Hey, speaking of that, exciting news. What, wild cards or new guys? New guy. This <laughs> new guy. I'm actually going to WorkbenchCon this year. I'm so excited. I wish you could come this year. Uh, we will be together there next year because you already said next year yes, you're going.
1: I am committing to 2023 work, WorkbenchCon.
0: Oh, man. So exciting. Uh it was really hard to push the buy the ticket button. Yeah, because I, I was pricey.
1: Yeah, because I was thinking like, you know what? Let me just go double go double check because I remember looking earlier. I'm like, man, that's who.
0: Yeah, luckily I tricked I myself into thinking,
1: safer. oh, maybe it's not that bad. And I looked, at it, I went, no, yeah, it's that bad. And then I gotta buy, I gotta do airfare, I gotta do hotel.
0: Yeah, what's cool is the airfare is like a buck twenty seven round trip for me yeah, i gotta i gotta fly cross-country dude <laughs> right you have to fly cross-country so it's actually not bad for me so my wife's gonna go with we have friends down in georgia in, in atlanta and she's gonna go just hang out with them oh cool but, uh when joey found out that i was coming down there he offered me to stay at his house that's awesome yeah so uh we'll be staying at joey's house Joey, who, who is our Matt Damon, who never had enough time to get on the show, joked about Matt, it the first Matt four or Damon. five episodes. Matt Damon. I Joey cannot Mayberry. hear that name and not think of Team America. So Joey, who's been on our IG Lives and a uh, big supporter of the show and part of our little police chat group, said, uh, I got a few spots open for anyone that's coming down to Atlanta that can stay at the house. And I'm like, how about myself? And he's like, in.
1: I volunteer so, as tribute.
0: Yeah, because he's going. So that'll be fun. I can just drive there, ride there with him and uh, yeah, hang out at his house. And it's on my birthday weekend. It actually opens on my birthday. That's awesome. Of the open. So it'll be fun. I put a question on our h uh, IG page. If there's someone that you'd like us to interview, set up an interview while I'm down there. Uh, we'll do that and see if we can not get some. I'd like to get Jason Bent on the show. He's, he's, he's talking there. And uh, we chatted back and forth quite a bit, like almost two years ago, when he was really small and I was, you know, I had 300 people in my <laughs> IG account. But he had made some blue epoxy striped uh, coasters like you're selling. Not the blue ones, but you are selling coasters on your I full house where working uh, SC page. So I had commented to him that they looked like the Thin Blue Line, and then we picked up a you know a conversation there and then started chatting all the time. Haven't talked to him much lately. Army guy. Yeah, and he's retiring soon, I think, and he just moved up to Indiana. Yeah. So I want to see if I can't corner him. and uh, <laughs> Trap him. Trap him and get him on the show. That would be fun. That would be a, a, a nice get for the show because he's that be one of my favorite U-time YouTube guys and U-time, U-time guys? U-time YouTube, U-time YouTube, U-time <laughs> One of my favorite guys uh, on the YouTube If I saw April Wilkerson there, I don't even know if she's going to be there She's not one of the speakers, I don't think
1: I'm, I'm sure she might be
0: there Jay Bates, I would lose my shit Those three <laughs> I'd be like, ah, oh, like fanboy in it, you yeah. know so, uh, so looking at the list, I tell you, when you fill out, when you buy your ticket, mm-hmm. after you sell your first child to pay for the ticket.
1: Yeah. See, I just celebrated the birth of my first <laughs> child, and he and I have grown quite attached. So, <laughs> yeah. it might well, be tough.
0: Might be tough. Well, you have three, so you can pick out the least liked one.
1: Yeah, I kind of like them all.
0: <laughs> They're expensive and a pain in the ass, but I like them. They're fun. They are. So, uh, there's a checklist you start filling out when you buy your ticket. There's questions like, what's your website page? What's your Instagram handle? What's your YouTube handle? How many subscribers on Instagram do you have? How many subscribers on YouTube do you have? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) filling this shit out. I'm like, what? Okay, 840 fucking YouTube subscribers, yay. You know, going on and on. (laughs) Zero. uh, (laughs) They're gonna put me in a room with like two people. All right, all you people that have you know less than this amount of people, you're in this room over here, and we got uh, Joe the Traveling Duck Salesman is going to come in and talk yeah. to you about how to make duck boxes, <laughs> whatever those are. So whatever. I looked at the rundown. There's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of uh, the meals, the breakfast, there's dinners, there's speakers. So I don't know uh, where I'm going to go or what I'm going to see yet, except I've had a bunch of people hit me up and go, hey, we're going to be there. Let's, let's catch up. So that'll be fun. And then they, they tell you, make sure you have T-shirts, uh business cards, stickers, all that kind of stuff. So I ordered new stickers for the uh, new woodworking logo. So those are coming soon from Sticker Beat. I uh I bought 3 wholesale t-shirts from a wholesaler. I want to see how they feel. I wanted a 50/50 and then yeah. I bought some sports fitting ones or you know dry fit ones. Yeah. My daughter says they make a special vinyl for dry fit. That, you know, cuz I want huh. to do my shirts on dry yeah. fit too. So I bought three shirts from a wholesaler and uh, set up a wholesaler account. And I want to try and make some shirts here. And then uh, I'm just about ready to launch, well, build the website. I'm going to be hiring someone to do that because after two weeks of fucking around with it and not having any fucking clue what I'm doing, I'm just going to pay somebody. (laughs) So that's where I'm at.
1: You see if you could find somebody that's taken like a web design class and like, Here, you need experience. What
0: sucks is I I, I Thanks. I'll pay you. Oh, I just heard the car horn. At this point, I'm not even going to check. There it is. Yeah, I'm not even going to check at this point. Someone's picking up their date. (laughs) Um. So my website was supposed to be built by a buddy who I traded. I made flags for his giveaway, and the payment was going to be a website built. Never worked out. So. My fault for not following up more than twice. Yeah, More, more than twice. Learn.
1: I don't know how many times <laughs> I got to say
0: it, but I didn't follow up more than two times. So That would be three total.
1: Yeah, sometimes you got to be like insanely... Because pers- I'm one of those people of like, I'm not going to beg you to do something. You if say you're going to do it. You're going to say you're going to do it. I take you at your word. Right. I understand things get... Get busy and stuff, and I'll I'll drop a reminder here and there. But for the most part, like if you're not going to do it, then I just kind of go, hey, well, I guess he's an asshole. Yeah, whatever. or she is an asshole. She's right. can
0: be assholes too. Yes, they can.
1: We we they, don't discriminate here.
0: They can be. They have them. Maybe and be bleached. I don't know.
1: Everyone's got one, and they different, all stink.
0: Different topic for a different day.
1: That's a whole different show.
0: Whole different show. So that's my whole. That's woodworking. That's police working and we'll do stories next week how's that that works for me
1: i'm I'm not going to have any stories this week because i'm going to be sitting there just yeah me too but i have a
0: couple good stories national stories and then something that happened here in chicago i really wanted to discuss so it can hold i have a good
1: news story that that can wait
0: (laughs) almost didn't.
1: no it's a it's a good one i'll tell you about it once we're done recording
0: Okay. But it's a it's a fun one. All right, cool. Looking forward to hearing it in about five minutes. <laughs> also, anything- we, need to, we need to talk about it because...
1: Not the, the story that I'm going to bring up, but there's one. I'll bring it up now, and then we can talk about it next week. Okay. Because um, it's kind of the elephant in the room, I think, nationally for, for law enforcement. And it's the vaccine mandate. Yeah. And that there are... Cops, doctors, EMTs, firefighters, they're all losing their jobs right now. And teachers. Pe- and teachers. And nurses. <laughs> yeah, the nurses one, like, just blows my mind. Like, we're, we're in a pandemic where the we, everyone's afraid the healthcare system is going to get overrun, and we're firing nurses and doctors? Yeah. I'm not a smart man, but that math don't <laughs> add up. So... We can talk about that next week because I'm pretty sure we could do a whole show on that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we have a few. One of the things in Chicago that uh, was had something to do with that I wanted to talk about too. So, All right, cool. Hey, uh, Brandon, don't hey, forget that new episodes of the Handcuffs and Sawdust podcast are available on your favorite podcast platform on Wednesdays with the YouTube video... Sometime after that.
1: Usually close by. Usually close in by. A, a day or two. Yes. And if you're watching on YouTube, I think if I think it's right about here. Yeah, down right. there in the corner. It's a little thumbs up button. If you could just, just smash it, just click it. One time. Just one one click. One good click. Does nothing, costs you nothing, helps us out. And then somewhere over here, might even be like way over there, there's a little button that says like subscribe. If you like what you're hearing, you like what you're seeing, (laughs) then click the subscribe button. And if you want to be the first one to know what's going on, click the bell, ring it, ding-a-ling-a-ling, and then click all. And then every time we drop either either a pre-show or a regular show or whatever.
0: Or a bonus show.
1: Or a bonus show. Who knows?
0: We might do Who live knows? from WorkbenchCon. At least one of well, us. Well, not this year. <laughs> well, no, I might still. The whole thing
1: will be Mike from live from WorkbenchCon <laughs> and then me just sitting here in the <laughs> homeschool area just like this.
0: <laughs> when I edit the video and just a picture of you with the finger. Yeah. yeah. You bitch. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, by the way, I wanted to bring that up. I keep forgetting to bring this yeah, up. Yeah, bring it up.
1: I want to thank everybody. You guys have been so so supportive the last few weeks everywhere i go people are screaming <laughs> let's go brandon you have oh, no my self esteem right now is so through high. the freaking roof Sky high. Every, there's t-shirts being
0: made flags i saw flags there's some of my flag making buddies are making flags that say it's let's go brandon fantastic like you guys Wish have no clue like,
1: i don't know what i did to deserve it but i just want everybody to know hey just our really fans are awesome it. Yeah, It's really uh, no, appreciated. If we could get you would Let's think that we would have more subscribers.
0: Right? They're coming. They're coming. Maybe Let's they just keep Brandon. typing
1: out and instead of clicking or putting the little ampersand. Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
0: but I had to actually Google keep it. Up. it I missed I'm that. feeling great. I missed that whole story, and I had to go back and look and see what the fuck is are they talking about? Oh, have you seen that clip of how it all
1: started? She had to be so stupid. Oh no, she what? I understand what she was trying to do because it was a live interview after I think it was a NASCAR truck race. Yeah, where the driver who won his name was Brandon. Brandon, right? But you can very clearly hear the background crowd (laughs) not saying "Let's go, Brandon."
0: Oh, that's hilarious! But she
1: tried to say it, save it, and you could tell that she did not buy what she was selling. She's like in the the crowd, uh, <laughs> uh, chanting, "Let's go, Brandon!"
0: <laughs> I have to, like, I She's have to stumbling all video. over.
1: It. Oh my god, it's hilarious! I'll have to see if I can find it for you.
0: See, they're but, all yeah, chanting your it's,
1: name. Yeah, I just, I really, I really appreciate it. it makes me You're feel welcome.
0: good. You're welcome. Anything else?
1: Uh, if you if you have questions. We like yes. to answer questions. I mean, somebody needs to give uh, David Franklin a break. I mean, he, <laughs> right. he can only ask so many. Uh, but if you have one, you can just record a little voicemail and email it to Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can send Mike a DM over at Mirazo Woodworking now. No longer MM Midnight Maker. Just Mirazo Woodworking. Or you can send me a DM. Over at Full House Woodworking, we'd love to hear from
0: you. Please do. All right, that is it. That wraps up episode twenty-eight. So for for Brandon, say goodbye. For Mike, say peace goodbye, out. Brandon. Goodbye, Brandon. Goodbye, Mike. Stay safe on the sh- on the streets and in the shop. Peace. Peace,
1: deuces? Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon.